that's just amazing. And that is a superpower because I talk to so many women who own a business, entrepreneurs, and that is the thing that stops them all of the time or most of the time. Those limited beliefs that we have within ourselves. And obviously we absorb other limited beliefs from other people as well. I think that is the one thing that stops most of us. And that is the one question that I get asked a lot. What do you do? Like, what is that certification or what are the steps? What is the one, two, three? And I'm just like, just do it. Like, just jump in and do it. Welcome girls to the Get Up Girl podcast, where we are making you live your fullest and fun life. My name is Joanna Vargas, and every week I will pour into you with my stories, tools, and fun radical candor. I believe that when you ask better questions, up-level your habits, and get freaking real, you will have a happier life. If you're looking for more fun, more magic, and more joy, you're my girl. This one's for you. Are you ready? Let's create your dream life. Welcome to the Get Up Girl podcast. I am your gal, your host, Joanna Vargas. Today's show is going to be flipped. I was on another podcast, and this is the recording from that show. And it's the podcast called The Clarita Escalante Show. I met her at Powerhouse Women. That is Lindsay Schwartz. Check her out on Instagram. That's her event that's held annually in Arizona. And I met her there. And she's going to be on my podcast in a couple weeks. And I was on hers. And we had a really great chat. So I wanted to share it with all of you. Follow her on Instagram. And I'm sure you could find her, Clarita Escalante. And that's also her show on podcast and Spotify, all the places. And here you go. Here's the interview of her interviewing me on her show. Thanks. Oh my God, I am so excited for today's guest. I have the honor to have Joan Vargas here on the podcast. Oh my God, I was just having a small conversation with you before I press the record button. And when I saw you on some of the videos and I saw your energy, I was just like, wow, I need to have her on my podcast. <laughs> I don't know what she does, but she's amazing. I'm just so into energy. And I was just like, wow, she's amazing. And obviously, you are amazing. You're a speaker, a fitness, and a mindset coach. Welcome to the show. Thank you, Clarita. I'm so really inspired to be here tonight. And you and I met at an event a couple of weeks ago. And, you know, so when we met at Powerhouse, shout out to Lindsay Schwartz. Yes. That's how I'm like, I like this girl. And I just hit you up on Instagram. And like you said, you like energy. I was like, I like her energy. So I hit you up and I'm like, let's get on each other's podcast. So I'm really excited to be here. Thank you for having me. Oh my God. Thank you so much for being here. And now I feel like, like, like an ass. <laughs> I'm like, holy shit. A million women there. It's all good. <laughs> <laughs> I apologize. And now that you said now everything is coming back. And yes, I met a lot of amazing women and I'm pretty sure you did as well. So I remember now. Yes. Oh my God. Yes. So I did got to feel your energy. <laughs> all good. I totally get it. Yay. Oh. <laughs> well, um, 
I, tell us a little bit about your story, uh, Joanna. Uh, let us know what led you to do what you're doing now, to be speaker, the fitness, and mindset coach. Like, I, I just, I'm fascinated with stories, and I love um, just to hear, you know, your journey and what took to get you to the point that you are right here. Clarita, I've always felt different ever since I was a young girl. Like, I truly, truly did not fit in in this reality. So shout out to anybody else that's like, you know what? I never really felt, I always felt a little bit different, right? And I always had that entrepreneurial spirit. So I used to have lemonade stands. I would make a dollar out of 15 cents. I would go down to Tijuana and I would buy the little candies and then I would resell them at school. I mean, you name it, anything to make money from five cents to 15 cents, I would do it at school. So I always had that nature in me. And I never wanted to go to college. It did not, you know, desire, I did not desire to do that. Yet I fell into the, let me mimic everybody around me. And so in high school, I was the overachiever, but I always had dyslexia as well, Clarita. And I just was more of the creative type. Like you're talking about my energy. Those were my superpowers. My superpowers were not taking tests and being logical. So I went to college and I was at UC Santa Barbara and I got in by the grace of God, who knows how I did it. And two quarters in, I packed up and I left and everybody around me was looking at me. I know they were thinking, gosh, I want to leave too. I'm not happy. And I go, I'm not happy. I'm out of here. And they said, don't your parents, aren't your parents angry? And I said, yeah, my mom said, if I make the choice of leaving college, then I am on my own. She's going to cut me off. So I was 18 years old and I had the awareness to say, cool. Like I didn't even think twice because I knew that I was going to be miserable if I stayed there just so that she could pay my way, just so that she could pay for my lunch. And I'm so grateful for that because when I came back, I got real scrappy. I became such a tenacious, hard worker and every dollar counted. And from there, I worked so many jobs. I learned a lot about people. Mm -hmm. And then I started building my businesses. And when I was 24, I had my first brick and mortar wow. business. And it was a dance studio. So I owned a dance studio for 10 years. 24 years old, had zero business skills. I didn't even know what P&L meant. I didn't even know, you know, what's a P&L? Oh, I'll figure it out. And I like to call myself, Clarita, like the Jay-Z of business. I just figured it out. And I was really kind of street smart. Mm. And from there, created other businesses. And I just kept going. And the same curious nature that I've always had stayed. Because from there, I closed that business or I sold it. Then I opened another business, sold that one, opened another one. And everyone around me, same thing like when I was in college, is like, why are you leaving? Shouldn't you stay with this dance studio forever? They really thought that I was going to be there, you know, until my 60s at this dance studio. And I'm like, oh, this was just a quick little, quick little thing in my life. And I'm on to the next. So that's where I am now. And I've always been a fitness instructor, dance instructor, and a lot on the go and a lot on my plate. Wow. Oh, my God. I you were just so young, 24 years old, and you already owned uh, a dance studio. That's incredible. Clarita, everybody around me, literally, even my parents, everyone was like, you're crazy. Please don't do this. They would beg, please don't do this. 
And this was early 2000s when it wasn't cool to own a business. You know, it wasn't hashtag girl boss, yay. That all that didn't exist 20 years ago. It didn't exist. It was like, get a job, get married. What's wrong with you? And everyone told me that the dance studio wouldn't work in the area that I was in. Mm. And one of my superpowers is awareness. Like I just have an awareness, AKA intuition, your gut feeling, whatever you want to call it. I've always had that. And I just knew that it was going to work. I knew that, that it was going to be okay. You know, where everyone around me, their fears were coming into me. Mm. And so that's one of my superpowers is not going into their fears. Oh my God, that that's just amazing. And that is a superpower because I talk to so many um, women who own a business, entrepreneurs, and that is the thing that stops them all of the time or most of the time. Those limited beliefs that we have within ourselves. And obviously we observe other limited beliefs from other people as well. And I think sometimes we tend to hide also and and I, and Lindsay um, asked me to speak on, on the event that we were just mentioning, the Powerhouse event, be around messy action, because I have been taking a lot of messy action and just doing it. And I think that was, I think I quoted Nike, just do it. And um, I think that is the one thing that stops most of us. And that is the one question that I ask, like, I get asked a lot, like, what do you do? Like, what is that you know, that certification or what are the steps? What is the one, two, three? And I'm just like, just do it. Like, just jump in and do it. Clarita, I'm so glad you brought this up because you, we can do self-development till the cows come home. We can write, read every book, every podcast, every coach. We can go to every Tony Robbins seminar. And let me tell you, I am here to tell you those thoughts, feelings, and emotions will never go away. Mm. And what I'm aware of and what I know is that we think they're supposed to go away. That mm. because I chose all these things, Clarita, doesn't mean that they didn't also pop up in my head. I felt them all the time. And here's what I know now. Now, I'm going to give everybody the holy grail, the this is what's going to work. When you get and when you know that those thoughts are not yours, they're mm. not yours. As soon as you get that, hun, like you really get it, freedom. Mm. So I want to explain it a little bit. I was at a retreat about six years ago, and this is what changed my life because I always had those thoughts, that little voice that's in your head like, oh, no, you're crazy. Don't do it. It's going to fail, et cetera. But I would like push through it instead. Mm. And it was like so uphill. It felt very heavy. It wasn't fun. It was like, ugh. And so I'm at this retreat and she said, are those thoughts yours? And I said, yes, like they're mine. If I hear myself going, you're dumb, you shouldn't do this. No, stop. I'm thinking that they're my thoughts. She goes, they're not your thoughts. She's like, you pick up these thoughts. Now, look, it's really science as well. I mean, it's whatever you wish to to open it up to. But, you know, in science, how they say that trees can communicate with each other. Mm. They say like two atoms can communicate with each other. Two cells can communicate with each other. It's so incredibly amazing. So what happens is, is that we're able to communicate with other human beings on this planet 
and pick up their thoughts, feelings, and emotions, even though they're not ours. I'm telling you, this is like the future. When we finally get this, like, oh, it's not mine. So for example, let's say I'm about to start a new business and I get the little voice in my head like, oh my gosh, it's not going to work. What if it fails? What if you lose that half a million dollars that you invested? What if you, et cetera, et cetera, and the record player keeps playing and playing. As soon as that happens, I say, oh, that's not mine. Whose is that? And mm -hmm. it could have been a parent when I was five years old. It could have been a person five minutes ago. It could be somebody across the earth. It could have been my grandma that told me when I was four years old. It could be a million trillion different people that came into your life. It could have been a movie that you saw where somebody lost a half a million dollars. So you're like, oh, I'm going to lose a half a million dollars. And we pick these up subconsciously and we start to replay them like a song. So what happens is you can say, oh, this is not mine. Okay, cool. Who am I? Mm -hmm. So everyone listening, whatever you believe in, either if it's God, a higher power, if you know that you're an infinite being, like I like to ask myself this question, Clarita, because I know I'm an infinite being. I know that I'm a soul. I know that I'm energy. I, I just know that. And I ask myself, would an infinite being choose this? Mm. Or if one listening believes in Jesus or knows of Jesus, you could say, would Jesus choose this? Mm. You could say, would God choose this? And the answer, 99.99999% of the time is no, no. It's funny. It's like cute funny. Like, no, they would never not do something because they're afraid. And then the second question is, okay, then what is the purpose of me choosing this? Mm. And I'll ask myself, what is the purpose of choosing this? What is the purpose of choosing small? What is the purpose of not doing it? What is the purpose of not getting on stage with Lindsay Schwartz if she asks you? I mean, you can go on and on. What is the purpose of not starting that podcast that you've been wanting to start for three years? What is the purpose? And then you got to get real. Yes. You got to get real, real. So I know I'm going kind of like a, on a tangent, Clarita, but I know this is really important, especially for my gals out there listening, because that's the number one question I get too. How do you do it, Joanna? How You're just so brave. You just have so much energy. I'm like, it's these tools. Because I know that when I die, literally, when I take my last breath, I want to have that, that feeling of like, I did everything I could without any regrets. And mm -hmm. I think that's why we're afraid of death is because we're going to, we have regrets. Like, no, I need a little more time. I need a little more time. But if this was literally my last 10 seconds on earth, I'm here sitting with you, talking with you, Clarita. And I'm like, I would go, yes, I had a great life. That is what I crave, right? So I wanted to share this story. Um, I went with my boyfriend and this was only a couple months ago and we've been dating for a couple years and I met his family and we went to go stay in a house all together with the whole family. Mm -hmm. Okay. And so I've never been married. I'm in my mid forties, no children again. So it's very different in the Latina culture to not be married and no children. And you're in your forties, like what's wrong with you? Right? So that's another story, but I go with him to this reunion with his family. And his family's amazing. They're so kind. They're so generous and everything's wonderful. And I go upstairs and I start to have a panic attack. 
Okay. And I'm like, if you could see me, I'm doing the air quotes, panic attack. And I start crying. Clarita, I am upstairs in the bedroom. All the family's downstairs. Everybody's laughing, having fun. You can hear the laughter. And I'm upstairs crying in a ball. Okay. So then my boyfriend comes up because he's looking for me. And he says, what happened? Are you okay? And I'm crying. And now I'm throwing like a little fit. Okay. I'm like, I just can't do this. It's too much. I'm using every story in the book. I just need to get out. It's too much for me being in here. I love your family, but it's just too much. Okay. So I'm telling you this because I go through these tools and I ask myself, wait, would an infinite being ever choose this? No. Like, would God ever go, oh, I'm afraid of these people? No. Okay. So the second question I asked is, what's the purpose of choosing it? Mm -hmm. And I got real, real with myself. And it took me about five minutes. Like, what is the purpose? I got really genuinely curious. And what came up, the awareness was, I'm afraid to let a man into my life. Mm. So I created this panic attack. I created this drama. And I'm like, whoa, okay. Next question is, am I willing to let him into my life fully? Like 100% fully, not like I'm in, but one foot is out the door. We've all been in those relationships, right? Business, <laughs> uh, romantic, it doesn't matter. You're in, but you're like one foot out. I was one foot out with him, but I didn't realize, or I wasn't aware that I was one foot out. And then as soon as I was aware, boom, just stopped crying and just like, okay, moving on. But I could have used that as I have, I have a panic attack. I need medication. I could have gone through the whole thing to think, to now believe that something was, um, something was wrong. Mm -hmm. And that's what, that's all it was. But I tell that story so that anybody out there listening can just insert the same questions into anything that's coming into your life. First question, would an infinite being choose this or would God choose this? Probably not. Second question, what's the purpose of choosing it and really being with that question? Oh, my God. You said so many amazing things. Uh, I mean, seriously, like lots of golden nuggets here. And I think it's we don't take the moment, Joanna, to really pause and be aware. Well, first of all, we're running around thinking, you know, um, all these things and we don't create space for awareness. We're just being present and really asking ourselves those questions, you know. Really taking the time. Like I said, for me, it took five minutes. Sometimes it could take five days mm. where I'm really asking, like, what is this? Yes. You know, I'm going to use another example because when I was at that retreat that I was telling you about six years ago and I started to learn different tools, I think mm -hmm. of the tools like Wonder Woman. Wonder Woman has her tool belt. She has her lasso. She has, I don't know, whatever other things she has. But these tools that we can create to use when we're in those moments of like the ick, the you know, those moments. So when I was in this retreat and we're talking about, you know, is this yours? Would an infinite being choose this? Gosh, I kind of lost what I was going to say. Um, oh, well, I totally had a, a, a blank. Well, I don't know. We'll just move on. I told, you know what? If I had a blank, maybe it wasn't that important. <laughs> We'll come back. It's right. gonna come we'll back. Come back. I <laughs> Thanks. 
That, I mean, that is just something that I have learned throughout this journey of mine um, for the past few years of really taking the space to be able to have the, that even awareness. And sometimes you hear with people said, oh my God, I have the best ideas or the best reflections when I'm taking a shower or when I'm washing dishes or X, you know, thing. And it's like, yes, because you're giving yourself space. Yes. 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 When we give ourselves space and we really get curious, mm. get curious. Ooh, what else can we discover? And the curiosity is what opens up the awareness. I kind of think of it like a jar, right? Yeah. And when we have conclusions, that's what I wanted to talk about. We go into conclusions a lot. I was going to say cocoon, but kind of the same thing. When we go into like conclusions, we're taught, Clarita, in this reality, like in life, everywhere, right? And when I say this reality, I just kind of might mean like what society wishes from us. Mm. is that we were taught and we are taught to always have the answer that's what we're taught since we're a young kid wrong answers equal an f equal a d equal a c in school correct answers equal an a mm. you know what i mean so we're already trained to always have the answer and when i was a young girl my dad would ask me questions and i remember if i didn't know the answer i'd be like hmm, i would make up something just so I could give him an answer. But do you see how that was training me to just have an answer? Conclusion. So you have the jar and you're putting the lid on top of the jar and now you have a conclusion, you have an ending. And when we're curious, that's when we can open up infinite, infinite possibilities, like infinite, even better than you and I can ever, ever, ever imagine. And I'm like, that's God. God is like, it is way better than you can even imagine. But our brains, our human brains can only take so much. So we make a conclusion. So I'm going to use this example. Let's say you have a headache, mm -hmm. right? So all of a sudden you're walking and you feel your head and you have a headache. The first thing that we usually do is go into conclusion of I have a headache, right? It's like, boom. And the second thing we go into the conclusion is I need an Advil. I need a pill. I see it all the time. I, I've done it for years and years and years. So something that minute, I tell people, like, if you're looking to open up your curiosity, I'm like, just start as small as a headache. Mm. As soon as a headache comes in, right? Ask your body, ask God, ask like, hey, what is this? Mm. What is this headache? Is my body trying to tell me something? Is, I mean, it could be a million gazillion things. Do I have a blood clot in my brain? I mean, I'm just throwing out left and right things but we automatically conclude that it's a headache and I need an Advil because it's gonna solve it and now you're done. Mm. So as soon as I learned that, how minute that was, I was like, oh, let me play with this. I'm gonna play and just see. And the, the next time I got a headache, I asked like, okay, what is this? I wonder what it is. Now, genuine curiosity, because Clarita, you can also ask, what is this? That's not really a question. Like, you yeah. know, that's like with your arms crossed and that's, that's a sentence with a question mark at the end. So really genuine curiosity. And I got the awareness that I was thirsty. That's it. And I was like, oh, okay. I can hear God, a voice like you're thirsty. Okay. I had water, headache went away. In the past though, I would have probably had an Advil. I mean, not even asking my own beautiful body what she requires. Mm -hmm. And so that is so tiny, but 
really getting curious and having the space and taking the time. And are you willing to not pop an Advil and maybe wait a minute, five minutes to see what it is? And it's a learned muscle, just like Wonder Woman. You know, it's a learned muscle of getting curious because we so automatically go to the end. We so automatically write the end of the book in our head all the time. I mean, I'm gonna just throw this out there, but as women, as my girlfriends, as myself, how many times have we been on a first date and you already see you marrying that person on the first date? Cause you're like, can I marry this person? It's like, oh my gosh, we're already in conclusion. You're already in the end. What if we were just so, like you said, space in it and got curious and go, wow, I wonder what I can receive from this person. Even if he or she is not going to be my mate, what can I receive from tonight? Rather than like, nope, I gotta know right away. We go right into, ooh, I think I could marry this person. And we do it subconsciously all the time. And I wonder if we can get more curious and create bigger with our businesses. Yes. And I think curiosity is something that we have when we are a child. And as we grow, we tend to just forget about that amazing gift that that is. Because if we are not curious, then our imagination doesn't go. And, you know, I think that that is so important to bring back as an adult and just start being curious. And also, like you mentioned, like creating that space to ask yourself, you know, I, um, I share often my journey, my, my cancer journey. And, um, when I was diagnosed with cancer, I was after my surgery and after going through all the treatments, I was in this victim mode for almost a year. And I was just asking myself the wrong questions and just like not being able to see the light at the end of the tunnel. And I want to be so compassionate and I, I have so much empathy for people that are going through a diagnosis or going through something challenging in their lives. But when I decided to do something about it, and that was a year after, I was just like, wow, I felt like it was a magic moment, which it was not. But when I decided to take action, that's when like all of the amazing right podcasts came along, like the right books, the right people that were on my journey. And all of that was already around me. But I actually created this reality that it they weren't, you know? Yes, exactly. With my eyes just closed. And I was just, I, I mentioned a lot that I kept victimizing myself over and over again. And really, I, I cannot even explain to you other than it looked like magic. When I literally made that switch, that mindset, that's when I was like, wow. And from there, you know, I have learned so much. And obviously we're human beings. I'm not going <laughs> to pretend that I'm like, okay, I arrive. I have no longer anything else to learn. It's, it's, it's like you mentioned, it's a muscle. And do challenges come your way? Do your own way of thinking, you know, or like you said, we observe this energy from others and take it on. Yes, but I think the the more that you practice the less time they were going to be there oh Clarita, you're so right i used to be there for days months and yeah. now i could get it down to maybe three hours or three days but when it Joanna, was months, i was there for over four decades 
<laughs> right. Yes. Well, if I really wanted, like, I was really honest with myself, and I mentioned this at the beginning of my journey. I was there for a year in this victim mode, and when I look back, I was like, no, I was there for over forty years. I'm fifty, and I was like, I was in that victim mode for over forty years, and um, I often talk about my childhood how. Um, it was just, my parents are amazing. They did the best that they could with what they had at that time, but it was like walking on elk shells and it was just a really difficult childhood. And on top of it, I was sexually abused and all of this trauma that I brought to my childhood because I, I never dealt with none of that. And, um, and I, and that is the reason why I see my diagnose as a gift, because it really gave me that courage that I needed in order to step into the person that I always knew that I was meant to be. Oh, God. Yes. As I kind of similar journey, as I look back, like that question that I was asking of like, what's the purpose? And like, when I go into victim mode, the purpose for me is to get attention. For me, and I wonder anybody else, like I wanted attention. I want somebody to take care of me. And um, also like when I was the playing the victim mode, I'll go, whose is this? Because mm -hmm. this is not mine. I'm mimicking somebody. Oh, it's this person. It's that. I'm just mimicking them because that's what we do. We mimic. Yes. We walk into rooms. Let's take, for example, the powerhouse women event. Shout out again to Lindsay Schwartz. And we're in this event. There's 500 women there. Now, when we walk into a room, we do this, Clarita. We walk in and, and we're asking subconsciously, how do I be here? How am I supposed to be? Am I loud? Am I quiet? How do I dress? Do I do this? And all we're doing is mimicking everybody else. And yeah. so we do that on such a small level. That's just a one-day event. Think about our lives, mm. how we mimic, right? So I look back and go, oh my gosh, yes, my parents, they did the best they can. And I picked up some goofy stuff from them. Okay. Yeah. <laughs> Goofy. Right. And now we could laugh at it. It's like, it's light. And I always say, you know, what's light is true. And what's heavy is false. Like when there's something heavy, there's a lie there. So mm. as soon as you can laugh about it, like, yeah, my daddy's goofy, love him to death. And you know, a weird father, but love him to death. You know what I mean? Where before, Oh, Clarita, I, I wrote that story. My dad, I wrote it. Well, did you? Okay. You and I were twins. <laughs> we both have an Oscar winning. Like if I had a different dad, I would be blah, blah, blah. But that's such a lie. That's a lie because I would not be the Joanne I am today. If I had a different father, right? My mom, when she said, I'm not going to pay for you. If you go leave college, I wouldn't be the Joanna who I am. Mm. That, when you said at the beginning, oh, your energy is this and that. It's because I've chosen that because I've come over the valley, so to speak, because I'm like, wait, I have a great life. And it was goofy. My parents were goofy. They did the best. I wish I could have had this. But you know what, Joanna? It was actually pretty awesome. You know, you're alive. You're here. Bah, bah, and some crappy things happened along the way. And I'm so incredibly grateful because it created the person that you're talking to today. If I had everything if you and I had everything that we ever wanted, you and I would be bored to death. We'd be bored, right? <laughs> We'd have nothing to talk about right now, right? If it was like, everything was wonderful, you know? 
And that's what makes it fun and exciting is the journey. Yeah. But, but when we choose that victim mode, it's like, okay, what is this really? Mm. Come on, let's get real. What is this really? Okay, Joanna, you want attention. All right. And then I start laughing. I'm like, oh, let that go. And then move on. It's like you said, magic. Poof. It's literally mm. like, poof. It's gone. It's literally gone. People go, it can't be that easy. It actually is, can be that easy if you're open and willing to it. And sometimes we're surprised because, you know, we hear, um, at least in this journey that I am, sometimes I'm like, wow, it's, it's so simple, but not easy, you know? And, and when I say simple, it's because anybody can do it, but it's not easy to implement. And I think that it's so important. And one of the things that I have been focusing a lot, um, and I, I want to take advantage of, of you that I have you here that you're I mean, um, that, that energy that you have, because I get a lot like, oh my God, Karina, you're so confident. Like, I want to have a little bit of that confidence. And I said, no, I'm not confident. I show up. And even on that event, going back to the powerhouse event, um, I was shaking like crazy. I was sweating bullets. I was just like, like literally as I walk in, it was so amazing, Joanna, but it was like at the same time, so overwhelming of like getting all these people saying, ah, I listened to your podcast, uh, you know, a guest or something in an episode. Oh my God. Uh, brought so much, you know, either light or made a difference in my life or your newsletter or what it was so amazing and at the same time overwhelmed and they said how are you so confident and I said no I'm not <laughs> I'm not confident I I'm just so courageous and I want to say courage yeah. because when I was like in in the reason why I say that I don't I'm not coming from an arrogant place or uh, a place where I'm like, oh yeah, no, it's, I was trying to capture or be able to get a hold of confidence. And I said, oh, when I'm, I get to that point, then I'm going to release the podcast. Then I'm going to start doing speaking engagements. Then, 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 or when I have the certification or when I have whatever, and I decided to just do it and have that courage to, yes, I am afraid. Yes, there is fear, but I am just more excited. Like you said on my why, why is it I'm here and just inspire women, you know, to take action on their own journey. And I said, if I'm going to be like taken back by the lack of confidence, I'm never going to, I'm never going to do it. And I'm never going to be able to get to practice and get better every single day. Amen. Clarita, I'm going to go back to say it's not yours. Everybody, it's not yours. So when you say like when somebody says I have fear, it's not your fear. It's not yours. Let's think about a two year old. Mm. I love when I go to Instagram and the algorithm already knows what I like in TikTok, but it always shows me baby videos, kid mm. videos, because when you see these babies or like a one-year-old and they're dancing and they're just so cute, right? Not one of those babies is fearful, is embarrassed, is afraid, is 
blah, blah, blah. All the things that you said that of people like, oh, how do you have the confidence? None of them have that, those questions yet. Because we're not born like that. We're not born, we're born with all the confidence in the world. And as we start to grow older, we start to walk into rooms, we're four years old, we're five years old, we're six years old, we're seven years old, we're 45 years old, we're 50 years old, it doesn't matter. We walk into rooms and we ask, how am I supposed to be here? And we start to mimic others. And that's why we lose that curiosity that you were talking about. And every year goes on and goes on and it starts to dim. Mm. So when we say, I have fear, it's not yours. Look at videos when you were one years old or if there were videos back in the day or, you know, vote, um, photos, I'm losing my, my words. But like, I wish I had more videos of me when I was a young child because, you know, I grew up in the 70s. There wasn't many videos. I have very mm. little videos. But when I watched those videos, Clarita, I was like, God, that girl had zero fear. None. Right? That's who I am. Yeah. I'm not the one that's like going to second guess myself. That's not me. The real Joanna, the infinite being Joanna, the infinite soul, the godlike Joanna will step up and do anything. Yeah, she might feel the fear, but it's not my fear. I'm feeling everybody else's fear. It's not your fear. And once I'm seriously, everybody, would you really get that? telling you poof magic now it doesn't mean that it stops oh i feel fear all the time i want to share a quick story can i okay when we were at powerhouse women friday night was a vip night mm. and we're all wearing pajamas and there's like 200 women there and i walk in and there's a dj playing all the other women are all at the little booths mm. and i start dancing by myself i'm like oh, there's a dj and i start dancing right I'm like dancing and then a few minutes go in and all of a sudden I look around. I'm like, I'm the only one dancing. This is not a dancing event, so to speak. You know what I mean? Yes. And I'm like, wait, oh, everybody's not here to dance. I'm here to dance. And I start to second guess my choice. I start to play the little Joanna. People are going to think you're drunk. That was the number one thing that I kept hearing in my voice, in my head. Everybody's going to think you're drunk, Joanna. Do you want that? Because you know when you see that one girl dancing, you're like, that girl's got to be drunk. It's interesting, right? Okay, so I kept playing that in my head. And the question I asked myself over and over that night was, God, show me my reality. Because I was jumping into everybody else's world of like, no, I should go take pictures. I should go mingle. I should go network. And I kept asking, God, show me what my reality is. God, show me who I am. And I kept getting the awareness of keep dancing. I was like, okay. So I kept dancing. Clarita, I danced for two hours straight that whole night. I was so freaking sweaty. I danced the entire, every single song. Some girls jumped in a little bit, then they would jump out. And I kept feeling the, ugh, I should sit down. Ugh, I'm embarrassed. Ugh, everybody's looking at me. Ugh, like people were videotaping me, right? You know, and they're like, are you willing, Joanna, to be that crazy girl that danced all night? Are you willing to be on everybody's Snapchats, TikToks and every, are you willing? And I kept getting, yes. God was like, yes, keep dancing, keep dancing. Okay, keep dancing. And that night, uh, Raquel, shout out to Raquel Quinette. She came up to me. I spoke at her event a couple of weeks ago and she walks up to me and she's like, Joanna, Oh my gosh, I forgot how fun you are. She's like, do you want to MC my event? And Lindsay and other people were speaking there. And I went, yes. Mm -hmm. I said yes on the spot. 
I didn't even know the date. I didn't care. I didn't care. Right. I was like, yes, I'm in. And she's like, you don't even know the date. I don't care. I'm in. I'm in. But do you see where the curiosity came in? I could have sat down and been like everybody else and networked. And I actually did network because I got a speaking engagement from dancing because God was like, keep dancing, keep dancing. Now, this is not a story for everybody to dance. This is the story of ask, who are you? Choose who you are as compared to mimicking what everybody else is doing in the room. Are you willing to be and choose who you know you are, that you were at one or two years old, that God is like, this is the real you. This is the fake you. That's not you. Who, are, who is the real you? The real you is probably loud and fun and wants to dance and will be just as crazy sober as he or she is when they're drinking. Hmm. And because isn't that interesting how we'll say, I need a drink to loosen up. Yes. Would an infinite being ever need a drink to loosen up? No, we're loose already. We're loose. We're infinite. We're like beautiful souls on this planet. And imagine the more that we show up as ourselves, like we all get that little um, message that you receive as well of keep dancing, keep dancing. But unfortunately, like you said, we just have all this overwhelm and, and just, yeah, just sense of overwhelm. And we're not letting, you know, that being received, you know, from the universe, from God, those little messages that it i mean that at least in your position you were ready to receive you were ready to listen to yourself and to that higher power and you were able to like be yourself and people love that i mean people get attracted to the energy you know it's not that you are doing more than others or that you're better than others is that energy because you don't even have to open your mouth in order to feel that presence and feel that energy. Clarita, our first language is energy. Mm. It's our first language. You know, rather than like, what's your first language? Oh, I learned Spanish. I learned English. No, it was actually energy. Mm. Babies. I mean, we spoke energy. Everybody speaks energy. You can walk into a room and say nothing and you could feel something. You know, when you walk in and you can either slice the air or everybody's happy and you're like, you could walk in and go, okay, what happened? without even a word, even without even seeing like facial expressions. Energy is our first language. You can go to another country and not speak the language and you kind of get what they're saying. You're like, oh, I get it here. Okay, everybody's happy, everybody's this. Yes. And so, so important. Oh, thank you so much. And I mean, there were so many takeaways on, on, our, on this conversation. One of them that I'm going to run with that, I'm going to add it to my toolbox. It's like thinking like a, a two-year-old because you're right. At two years old, you see them even one or two or three. They're just dancing. They're just like do being themselves, you know, without any judgment, any comparison, anything. And, um, and then you wonder, oh, I wish I could be like that. Well, we were like that at one point. Yes, yeah, you were. <laughs> the question you can ask is, what would my two-year-old two self choose right now? Yes. Because we were all it. It's not like, uh, I wonder what she would look like or what she would do. No, we were her. Yes. 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 And I think we are like trying to put a band-aid, what I called, to just look for all of these things that are going to make us have that 
confidence are going to make us, you know, gain this confidence. I'm sorry. And we're trying to just look for shiny objects also that I, I mentioned that like either a panty or like shiny objects. Oh, if I do this, if I do this course, if I go to this retreat or, I mean, obviously they're amazing and a book, a podcast, everything will help. And, but everything is within us. And I keep hearing that over and over again. And it's not until you really sit with that and, and really ask yourself and really have that space for yourself, then you believe and you know what it is. You're like, yes, I do have everything within myself. And obviously all of these other amazing tools are great, but I think we have to first I, I talk about a lot this in, in um, especially when it comes to nutrition, sometimes they're asking me for diets and, or, you know, what is the magic, you know, diet or is keto or is vegan, whatever. And to me, it's like, they're asking for, for step number 10 versus number one is like, why not first ask yourself, why is that I want this? And then making the space for that. And I think it's just so important to make the space. It's so important to literally allow the body and prepare the body to receive all of that change in order for the body to be ready to receive it and be able to make the changes and do whatever it is that you need to do in order to obtain that gold or that dream that you have. And I didn't understand until I went into the holistic um um class in school that I went to and oh my god I was like I'm trying to never hear this word cancer again that that was my thing at the beginning I don't want to hear this word cancer again so I'm going to go back to school study nutrition and really understand the functionality of my body and that's where my journey began and then I was like oh, wow if I don't incorporate my whole entire body into this journey into this transformation, I'm never going to reach that optimal health. And I think we want to compartmentalize our journeys or our goals or dreams, whatever, or the, the journey that you want to embark on. And, and you want to bring only pieces of you, you know, that's kind of what I see. And, and I'm like, no, you have to in include your whole entire body into whatever it is that you want to embark on. You have to. You know what? We're taught to go outside of ourselves for the answers. Mm. And we're taught that people are smarter than we are. We're yeah. taught that people will know more than we know for ourselves. And it's just like the movie, The Wizard of Oz. You know, at the end, when the witch, she's like, you've always had the power to go home. Like, you have it. And, ooh, that was another thing I got at that retreat as well. When she said, you know everything. I'm not, I don't know more than you for you. And my head was like, no, I'm here at this retreat. You're supposed to tell me, you know more. He's like, no, I don't. I don't. I'm just the facilitator. I just facilitate and move you. But that's it. You know everything that you need to know for you, Joanna. And I didn't get it. I started to get it. You know, like I'm still getting it. And it's my part of my journey. But like, I know, I know where before I would seek outside. It's kind of the same thing as the headache. And I would think that. Advil knew better than my body knew. Advil is number one. Why? Because I saw a commercial. No, what do I know? Oh, I know that I require water right now. 
got it. What do I know? Similar to your journey with the nutrition. What do you know? What does this beautiful vessel of a body know? Gosh, we are so freaking powerful. We are so smart, but we are taught that we're not that smart, that we have to go outside to find it. Yeah. And and even like that with like, even if I'm talking about doctors, you know, um, yeah, they are experts in their own expertise on that specific part of your body. But at the end of the day, you are the expert of your own body. Yeah, they might know how that organ or that part of your body works and functions, but you know how it feels. You know when something's a little off. Clarita, oh my gosh, you took the words right out of my mouth because I was just about to talk about doctors. I have many doctors in my life. I call them my pit crew. Like they literally are my pit crew and they help me. Yet I don't put everything into their hands, you know, because I did get sick a couple of years ago and it was not fun. So I totally get not even close to cancer, but yet similar in that, like, thank God it happened to me because it helped wake, wake me up. Yes. But I found my team. And but I know, though, when I go to them and I am curious with them, but I don't put everything in their power. And as soon as they say something like, what about this? And it feels light to me. And my body's like, yeah, this is it. Mm -hmm. I see this as like a guide. God's like, hey, I'm giving you this guide. And it's up to you for you to know if it's a yes or no. And I kind of just feel it like, yeah, that's it. No, that's not it. And all kind. It's a muscle, you know, and I've taught this to many people and they're like, I don't get it yet, you know. And it's a muscle. It will start to give you a yes or no feeling. You'll know it in your body. You'll know a yes and you'll know a no. Yes. And it's so important. And I think giving that space, again, I keep talking about space because lately it has been so on my on my mind. Just giving the space. And I know people will listen to this episode or maybe they're like, oh, I have had that conversation with Clarita, but it's so important to just give yourself space and have that, um, pat, you know, uh, patience that you will get there. I mean, this is like my, almost my fifth year doing this and I have a still a lot to learn, but oh my God, just creating that space for myself to check in has been so important in my journey. And I have one last question for you. And that is, if you had a magic wand, what impact would you make in the world, Joanna? I would love to wave the magic wand so that everybody on this planet knows that they're not wrong. Mm -hmm. Whatever they choose, they're not wrong. And I truly am aware that once I let go of the right and wrong, right, wrong, right, wrong, like everything, even down to the dancing at that event, it's wrong to dance. It's right to dance. I mean, what if it was just, I just want to dance. Yes. I would love to release the I'm wrong. So I'm trying to be right energy from the world. We're always trying to get it right. We're trying to get it right. Listen to people's diction. Did I get that right? Is this right? Uh, it's like, oh my gosh, what if you just choose it because you choose it because your two-year-old would like to choose it. I would love to demolish the right and wrong from everybody's heart and just be and choose. And I truly am aware that that would change the planet. It would change the planet. It would release judgment. It re would release the, you're a bad person. Like when I was a young girl, if I got an A on my test, I'm right, I'm a good person. If I got an F, I'm wrong, I'm a bad person. We start to compartmentalize it that way, right? So we go through life trying to get it right, trying to get it right, trying to get it right. 
And everything that we talked about in this episode, really, like the nucleus of it is, you know, people asking, can I have the confidence? How can I choose like you, Clarita, et cetera? It really comes down to, they're really whispering and going, hey, Clarita, how can I get it right? That's what they're really saying. Because I don't want to be wrong. Because the worst thing on the planet is to be wrong, right? And I wish we, I could just wave a magic wand. And as soon as we get rid of the, I need to be right, people will just choose it. Oh my God, that is so beautiful. And imagine how different the world will be as well, you know? And just making a decision. Don't even overthink it. And I think we spend so much time in that overthinking. And uh, instead of just, just, you know, what, how does it feel? You know, I go back to the feeling because just, just say something or do something or take action on how is that you will like it to feel like. And I think uh, we don't, we don't really ask ourselves, you know, how do I want to feel? How do I feel by taking this decision? We just overthinking. And I think it's something that I have been playing a lot this year and have done wonders in my life. And I just can't wait for others to start trying that and just, just implementing that, you know, every single day. Mm, oh, a world this would be. <laughs> yes. And Joanna, I know they're going to be listening to this episode and they're like, how can I connect with her? Where is the best place that they can connect with you? Instagram. That is Joanna Vargas official. Pretty easy to remember. And there you can follow my podcast. It's called The Get Up Girl. So if these tools intrigued you, if you're like, ooh, these are interesting, because I like to teach different tools. Like mm -hmm. I said at the beginning, we could do self-development forever, but I'm like, sometimes you hit a wall and you're like, yeah, but what's next? I, I'm still stuck. You know, that was me. I did self-development for 20 years. I'm like, I'm still stuck. And then until I learned these new tools, I'm like, oh, this is actually really cool. And it's opened up my life. So if that interests you, the Get Up Girl podcast, would love to have you have a listen over there. Oh, I'm going to put all of your information underneath the show notes. And I actually got to listen to several episodes and I was just like, wow, they're amazing. I love them. They're just short down to the point. And I just love, again, your energy. And you guys are going to love her energy as well on the podcast. Highly recommend it. And thank you so much for being here today. It was a pleasure to have you on the, on the Glitz Escalante Show podcast. I appreciate that. And what a gift. Thank you, everybody, for listening. And Clarita, congratulations. Keep doing what you're doing. You're amazing. <laughs> Muchísimas gracias. <laughs>